Welcome to Queer State of Mind. I am your host for the day, Micah. We have a full house with you. Um, I hope you're ready for another fun, exciting episode full of shade and maybe some tears and maybe some laughter. Well, actually, lots of laughter. But uh, stay tuned and get a drink and get ready. It's time for Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Join us for all the latest news, pop culture, talk, and more from QPOC perspectives. And all the tea, sass, and shade you can handle. Listen in. And tell us what you think on Facebook at Queer State of Mind. And on Twitter and Instagram at QSOMNYC. Hey y'all, how's it going? Hey. Hey. What's the pictures? Hello. Hey. All right, we got everyone here. We, we got uh we have Sadie, we have Duran, we have Sam, we have Marquis, and Rebecca's on her way, so we'll have a very full house momentarily. I mean, you know, you know, like <laughs> right. um, you know how she is. Yeah, we know how she is. Um, how's everyone doing? Fantastic at the moment. Oh, good. Awesome. You know what? It's been a really busy day here at work, which is great um, that things are picking up um, in the real estate market. Um, um, if you're looking for homes or rentals or sales in um, Manhattan or in Brooklyn or in New York City, come to Bank Mary Incorporated. We're not advertising. I'm just saying that's where I'm at. Um, it's just, it's been a really good thing. So just, I'm actually even going to be working between sections, but it's been good. It's been super busy. Duran can tell you, I've been coming, leaving work at like eight o'clock. Oh, wow. Yeah. What time are you going in, though? Girl, you're not going to ask that that question while I'm sitting here. Miss my head. (laughs) What we're not going to do is that. That is the question. That is a good question (laughs) that Micah just asked. Micah did that. Uh Unfortunately, I cannot answer that question correctly. She said, but wait a minute, bitch. Uh But wait a minute, bitch. Yeah. You know what's so funny? Actually, I was looking at Micah and, um, just real quickly, Micah and Marquis. I just realized how much I actually miss seeing them. And I actually miss them. Honestly, I just miss, I, I miss their faces. Oh, really it's the same. I was just like, oh my God, I miss my friends. I miss hanging with them. Like, I just remember. So I miss, I, not that I don't miss Duran, but she around the corner for me and she makes her presence known in my life. <laughs> my bank account. <laughs> so, and we'll continue no. to. <laughs> so I don't miss her like that, but I do miss my cut and you a lot, especially you, Marquis. Or oh, miss thanks. Our, our, shady, our shady banter, you know. I don't participate in that, but it's been a long year. It's been one year of COVID. So, I mean, Literally. we've all gone a long time without seeing and doing our normal thing. So I, I get it. Well... <laughs> I just, I, that's all I'm gonna say. I'm not putting no bitch down. Uh, normal say, thing. Well, what do you mm-hmm. mean when you say normal thing? Mm-hmm. Do girls still carry? I don't know. You know? <laughs> Neither do you. <laughs> What's that from? 
Where's that from? That's a reference. Come on now. Yes, you know this. It's not... That's the Whitney Houston Diane Sawyer interview. I don't know Diane. Neither do you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Once you ask her about the crack. <laughs> My, yeah. I might have been too young to see it. But <laughs> yeah. Stop. You just turned 38 this year. Yes, I called your I was, age. Oh, don't play wow. with me. Ooh, that's what we're doing in the first what, five minutes. I mean, we haven't gotten to the first song. We um, haven't. Also, I miss you too, Sam. I, I really miss seeing you. I know, I oh, miss my God, Sam was on here. Oh, yeah, girl, I miss you too, bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 I didn't see her. Yeah, I'm off camera for a little bit, but um, I definitely miss y'all. And right now, I'm just trying to manage my seasonal blues because I get a little, you know, that seasonal sadness that you mm. get but I get it in the springtime and I'm just just hanging in there you know it's but different it, when you yeah. know you're feeling a certain way so it's like not facing me as much and this is I'm very aware but yeah I miss all of your faces mm-hmm. that okay. melancholy happens I understand yeah. it's, mm-hmm. a, it's like a seasonal transition I think yeah, I had mine back. last week mm. <laughs> oh, baby, it's okay. every spring the first few weeks yeah, actually, I think I have mm-hmm. mine like a little bit like last week too. Actually, now that we're not over, yeah, like, I feel like I had. I, mean, I had there was a moment I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll come out there every year, Ugh. every well, season. I've been depressed since 1996, so is that <laughs> 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 one <laughs> long ass season? It's crazy. For well, us. Hopefully, you know some optimism biden what he'd say he said today that we are gonna he's opening up vaccinations for everyone starting may so yes yep. some and, look forward to and also you know. the checks honey yeah well yeah. They've been talking um, about oh yeah i'm pretty sure we're gonna get into that in a second, second check, so right, i don't seriously. know in the first yeah right well we'll get all into that and a lot more there's a lot that happened this past week um but we're gonna start off with our feature track of the week it is real groove uh, the Studio 2054 Initial Talk Remix, uh, Kylie and Dua Lipa. You were listening to Queer City Live. Oh, shoot. Queer City of Mind, not live on Radio Free Brooklyn. I uh, hope you enjoy this track.
Yes. So that was Kylie Minogue and featuring Dua Lipa, um, Real Groove. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like that. I really like that remix. Um, it's very. I got my in life. It's so good. Uh oh, a little mic. Uh, sorry, no. <clears throat> I had a little. Uh, there's some me? duplication going on. All right. Who's that? Is that me? You mute yourself, Carmel. Let me mute myself and see if that's me. That's not me. Oh no, you're not me. Nope. nope. That's you. That's not me. That's not me. Is it not everybody? No, it's not me. The show okay, ain't me. Not well, me. I, you know what? I ain't gonna, I even, I, I'm not controlling the board. I think everyone's so good now. Oh, okay. So welcome, welcome to um, you know, it was uh, me doing a radio show. Oh, it was in- it, I knew it was your uncle ass, bitch. I was like, it's not me. <laughs> not your uncle ass. Oh, he tried you, not uncle ass. No, no, because you know what, girls, this is no shaker, but when anything goes wrong, the first person to come to is me. And 90% of the time it's not. Y'all it's was karma. I like, no, it's not, no, it's not. Uh, I, 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 I kind of like that. I just didn't like do uh, it's not my favorite song on that album. Oh, okay. I like okay. the AD, not my favorite song on the album. I, I like the original too, I think. So I, yeah. original, I, I really like I like that I like the fact that it's like more of an 80s. Yeah, because yeah. no, no, it's mm-hmm. definitely 80s sync 80s pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got I my I don't like I don't like Dua Lipa next to Kylie Minogue. I don't like this is gonna sound shady as hell, but it's not meant to be shady on Kylie's part. I don't like two basic bitches next next to each other like that. You're calling Kylie basic. Kylie is basic. Let's not be real. Kylie's basic. So it's Madonna. Like, but she is Kylie. Basic. There's nothing wrong with being basic because sometimes you need the foundation of something that is basic to build something. Mm. You need concrete to build a house. Without <laughs> concrete, your house is not going to be built. So Kylie is nothing wrong with being basic in that. I mean, in that I, don't, I mean, I don't think you need concrete, but you need foundation. I don't know if you need concrete. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. Anyway, long, I'm not if trying you to insult Kylie. House, you don't need concrete. True. You're and right. It's still a house. You're right. You're right. Uh, what what I mean by basic is the fact is that she is a house is not a home. Facts. We'll see. Girl, I know, honey. Well, Some I girls are meant to live alone, though. Some <laughs> girls should live alone. And I have a half a hacking seventy four year old woman at eight o'clock in the morning coughing out in their bathroom. You know what, Miss Carmel? Not tonight. Hey, if that was uh, that's where I do live on my uh-oh. own. Oh, 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 a week and a half, and now the bitch is grand. Okay. <laughs> no, I was just saying, like, I wasn't sure if that was directed at me or anything, you know. Oh, no, but Mike and I was good. I just, when I say basic, Kylie is basic can be good. I think I'm a basic person, you know. That's yeah, no shade in that. No, no, <laughs> there's nothing. Basic. I am. I'm basic person. I don't think I'm you're basic, Miss Carmel. Yeah, or I'm something. You know basic. I'm basic. Or something. I'm ridiculous. You, I mean, I'm very ridiculous. <laughs> that much I know. Right. But I think that when I, I told you, my, it's your feeling where they're going to say she was both raggedy and grand. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to call me grand, bitch. They're going to be like, she was raggedy, but she was nice. Raggedy <laughs> <laughs> and nice. Um, so um, let's get into, um, you know, I, I think we mentioned it a little bit earlier that we are now marking a one year since lockdown. And I just want to do a, like a little check in and see how everyone is doing given that it has literally been a year since this all went down so yeah how like how are you how's everyone doing Duran? how about you go first how like how have you been this past year happy anniversary baby okay <laughs> oh we bitch oh we um i i i've been making it i've been making it and you know, um, I will say this about this pandemic, this this um, COVID nineteen pandemic, um, it has really helped put a lot of things into perspective for sure. 
I, I hear you on that. Um, how about you, Sam? Um, I'm, you know, like I feel like I survived. And um, I was reading an article, an old article in Atlantic about <clears throat> the side effects of COVID that people are having, like the brain fog and a lot of forgetting just how to do normal things you used to do, like swipe your card in the Metro card slot or, you know, just remember your acquaintances' faces. And I feel like I'm experiencing a little bit of that, like a lot of the weird memory lapses, but reading that article, you know, made me feel like, okay, I'm not alone in this. This is like a phenomenon that's happening right now as a side effect of the quarantine that we've all been in. So just kind of like coming to terms with certain things that have changed in my life dramatically since this time last year is where I'm at right now. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you can like drop, if you can like share that. <clears throat> very, very oh yeah, I'd be happy to. Yeah, thank you. Um, how about you, Mikey? Uh, I've been good. I it was, I I think I needed this this slowdown in life, so I I really benefited, got really centered, but I'm on the fringe edge of it, uh, where, you know, spending this much time alone, as Sam was saying, you're kind of like, oh, what is it like to swipe a you know, swipe a metric card or, you know, interacting with people in person, so. Um, I needed the break. I was I didn't realize I was running around like eight different places at the same time, but the slowdown near the end, um, the slowdown was good, but I'm also wanting to get back to like an integration and I miss my friends and seeing my family in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I definitely hear you on that. I think that uh, um, the slowdown has been nice in some regard. Um, I remember like we, we chatted like pretty early in the, the, the pandemic. We were both, this is yeah. great. <laughs> Right, we were both so relieved. We we're like, uh, okay, I'm fine with this. <laughs> right, right. Like all these obligations, I no longer have to do. Perfect. Mm-hmm. It was a but relief. Yeah, think, it was a relief. Yeah, it's like, how do you find that balance? Like, and I think that's going to be the interesting part because it's like, I know for me, it's like, like I'm not used to going to happy hour anymore, and I kind of don't want to. I like not mm-hmm. doing that as an activity. Mm-hmm. Um, so to go back to that, I think it's gonna be very interesting. Or like going out to bars yeah. in general. It's like. Like I miss a good bar moment. And then at the same time, it's like, okay, I've been fine without it. And just getting, you know, spending time doing other things. Yeah. You know, you don't have to do it. Exactly. Like once we're back, you know, once we're back into regular life, you can just choose to do a new type of, you know, have a new type of way that you live. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I feel like house visits and more home hangouts became popular. And I think it's just, that should be a thing that we bring back. I agree. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah. I did, like, I did an indoor dining like one time, but I was like, I spent how much money on dinner? Why, uh, why do we do this? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, I'm still. If, if... <laughs> I'm good. How about you, Carmo? Um, for me, it's not the. It wasn't bad. At all, because, I mean, not to be shady, this is not. This is not. This is. For a lot of people, this is the most tragic and the most crazy thing that's happened in their life. That's not that's not the case for me. So it, it was fine. The one thing I did miss, I did. I know I am a very social person. I, what, what I consider myself a, a extrovert introvert. I actually got to lean into more into my introvert, my introverted mm-hmm. side of things, uh, which I really am uh, introvert in a lot of things. Um, so I didn't miss work. I like going to places. I like picking up myself and having somewhere something to do so excuse me so that was miss of course miss my friends i missed the interaction and funny enough 
it's when you find out uh, things like this is when you find out that you have certain problems and you don't have certain problems. Like, you know, like if you think you're drunk or a crackhead, or like, you know, if you're a person who really was that during the uh, the quarantine, you would have completely been that girl. I just became mm-hmm. a fat bitch like my dear sister Rebecca, honey. You know, my stomach, <laughs> my stomach became as big as her forehead. But you know, yes, wow. yes, yes, yes. Oh. That's where I'm at today. Yes, wow. but I, I, no. Guns blazing already. We're Do not like... worry, honey. Mother's gonna come in here like a wrecking ball, honey. <laughs> Don't <laughs> think that Rebecca comes here like come here and light me up. Yep, you be no. But it was. I actually spent a lot of time talking to Rebecca, a lot because. I just felt bad. She had two kids and a husband and all of that. And I was just like, I'm not, I can't be by my friend to really like help her hold it. Not, not that she was crazy or anything like that, but I was more worried about the people around me than I was myself. Like I, mm-hmm. I always am, you know, it's a flaw and I think, but it was all right. I'm glad everything's getting back to normal and I'm just glad you, all you guys are okay. Yeah. I'm glad Thank everybody's you. okay. And everybody's getting there, uh, getting back to what it needs to be now about that waistline Oof. hallelujah yeah um hey rebecca we're just discussing you know reflecting on a year since covid since the lockdown so just like you know how are you feeling a year in First of all, hey everybody sorry i was late honey hey. my kids are currently upstairs in, you know mother of the year over here richard's not home and so the kids are upstairs in the bathtub by themselves and they are but they both have hair masks on so <laughs> What does that do? <laughs> it keeps their hair from detangled. Yeah, it takes yeah the detangling takes care of the detangling, but also because they're both swimmers now, so they've been at swim lessons, and so yes. their skin is dry, the hair is dry. So, honey, uh, I use the same luxury hair care on them that I use on myself. Right, amen. <laughs> yes, so my pocket back. But anywho, so yeah, a year in. Well, I mean, I've stopped crying, so that's good. Yeah. Because in the beginning, honey, I cried every day for like a couple mm. months. Wow. And I got on some medication, and so that has been a godsend. Thank God, those 10 milligrams of Celexa. Um, and she, we, she's still alive and well. But, um, you know, like, gosh, the last year has just taught us so much about what's important, about how to cope. Um, I probably will always wear a mask um, in terms of like if I have the sniffles or if my kids have the sniffles or somebody we know around us has the sniffles. I mean, we eradicated influenza last year because there was COVID. Wow. Because we social distanced, we wore masks. Mm -hmm. I mean, in 2019, they said was like the worst year for the flu, the regular flu Mm -hmm. in the longest time, there were hardly any cases of the flu in 2020. Now, we drew back mm. COVID, obviously. <laughs> yeah, um, right. But I will say this, like, I'm super excited for my parents and my aunt. Um, they all live together, and they have all been vaccinated. Yes. I cannot wait for my turn, because, you know, yes. as you guys know, we had a really horrible time in my household with COVID. Um, we had a, 2020 was a hell of a year from yeah, a girl. health standpoint, from a business standpoint. Just, you know, just from from a lot of different fronts. And I'm not unique in that. You know what I mean? It was a hell of a year for everyone that I know. And so I am glad that we can start to see some light at the end of the tunnel. But 
in like we as Americans, I need for us to really keep carrying each other at the forefront and not let our guard down because it will be a really shame, a real shame not to achieve herd immunity. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. It would yeah, be that's a, a big thing. If we yeah. couldn't, if we couldn't get that done. So yeah. But right. in, 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 I mean, this has been a good week. I, I've been busy and I'm, I'm grateful. I'm alive. My family's alive and. And your skin looks great, by the way, sis. Popping. Mm -hmm. Your skin looks Thank great. All shade aside, I made I made that forehead joke because your head is actually very shiny. It's very clean. It's very clay. Everything That's looks great. I just, honey, this is Florida. I just got out the pool. Got yeah. you. Oh, okay. <laughs> you look, you look, I do have one on forehead, honey, but that's all right. I'm, I'm, you look wonderful, honey. You look wonderful. You do. Also, I'm so glad you're teaching you're teaching the kiddos you to swim. Teach me I mean, how to swim. Such a great. Oh general. yeah, honey, I have my children. In, I love do, um, uh, Private lessons at the Y. So it's I'm grooming uh, Scarlett. I, I, we're, they're teaching uh, Jeremiah survival right now, but they're grooming Scarlett for swim team. Baby. You <gasps> better yes. be survival, honey, in life in general, honey. You better yes. teach a little young black boy everything oh, yeah. he needs to know. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Can yeah. you, uh, let me just say this in code, Rebecca. Can you talk more about your YMCA experience right now? Or is this something that we have to wait? Uh, I can talk about it, but I don't know if this is the time. Gotcha. All right. In the show, in the show I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Gotcha. All right. It's a good thing. It's not a bad um, thing. It's a good thing. I just yeah, just, I have great. I have great news. That it's I great news, but I just want to ask this. So. Okay, awesome. I mean, yeah. If you want to share the okay. news, if it's great, yeah, news. I'll share it really quickly. It was Bring like, the good news. Yeah, yes. I um was asked and voted onto the board, um the board of directors um for um the Kirk Family YMCA, which is the YMCA in downtown Roanoke. Um, and I am like in love with, first of all, the Y has meant so much to me and my family. We have a long history with the YMCA. Um, my sister, my older sister used to work with them in California in development. It was where I learned to swim. It was, you know, a place to go after school. Um, I did summer camps there. It was great. And so when we moved to Roanoke, um, the Y was where I put my put Scarlett in summer camp and we joined there and it was um, the first place that made us feel really, really welcome to the new area. Mm. So um, they're doing some really, really good things. But one of the things I love is that they want their board, what it looks like um, to mimic and look like the community that they serve. And so mm -hmm. yes, while fundraising mm -hmm. and things um, need to be, I believe at a, at, at a nonprofit's forefront so that they can afford to serve the community, um, they are really, really, um, you know, they're really, really more into community development and knowing that if that happens, that the dollar amounts will follow because the community will be invested in the why. So we're in our annual campaign right now. And so we've been doing some fundraising, um, but I'm just really excited about it. It's my first board position. I've been asked to join others. Um, and I knew that when I was asked to join some of those other boards that board um, uh, boards that they were specifically asking me because I was a black girl and because George Floyd was just murdered. In fact, one organization and I will not name them, but one organization hit me up on the on the day that the the first riot started after George. Wow. Floyd. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Not a token. Exactly. They came in hot too. Like mm -hmm. it's a buy-in board. It takes this much money. It's this, it's this, it's this. It's just asking me for these, you know, and oh, by the way, we wow. don't know what your affiliation is with such and such. I was oh like, wow. Okay. They made it bold. <clears throat> yeah, they were real bold. Um, 
no no sympathy for the timing. It was just crazy. So when that when I was approached with um, from from the YMCA, I mean, we went to coffee. They told me, you know, some of the things they're looking to do. They were very honest about where the shortcomings were and what they were, you know, what they why they asked me. Um, and they never once said anything about me being black. And they already have other black members on the board. They asked me because they said that they felt like my personality would would draw other like-minded people into the organization. Other black so people. Like, That's okay. awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. Right. Got it. And That's what you want. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm thrilled to be able to be uh, uh, raising money. Thank you for those that have um, donated thus far. Um, you know, I'm thrilled to be able to to help their mission. So anyways, that's, that's my good news. I'm great. I'm congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. Changing the world. Try um, to. Great. Um, so we have a few minutes. Um, I just want to talk about like we're gonna dedicate. We're gonna, we're gonna talk for a few little topics. Go to music break, and then we're gonna talk about one of the big conversations of the week: the Harry and Megan um, interview. So and Morgan to write. Oh, and Morgan to of course. Oh, like, not entire, yes. entire world. We're gonna we're gonna say that for you. after music break. So we're just gonna talk about a few little topics, um, just to get us there. Um, so one of the first ones, of course, you know, we have the, uh, the, you know, this is like breaking news, like the, the $1.9 trillion, uh, COVID bill was signed hey, by Biden. He's, he's like, um, at, like, as of recording, he will have given his speech to in prime time to the American people. Super excited. Um, you know, it's money, it's money for schools. It's, you know, checks for people, small business, um, which is a lot of really great things. And also he said, you know, that, that, um, we, uh, that like every adult should be vaccinated by May first. Um, if you're back, if you're fully vaccinated, that means you can. Um, the CDC says you can now go to you can actually be together without masks. So like we are, we are the light is at the tunnel. So it's super exciting, really big news. Um, another thing that's also come up. Um, so Papa John's founder said he's working on getting the N word out of his vocabulary for the last night. What? <laughs> yeah. Like, he, uh, like, Wait a, wait, wait a minute, girl. Hold on. Yeah. Hold yeah. the prepaid phone. First and foremost, thank God for the stimulus check because Miss mm-hmm. Duran can stay out my purse. Mm. Hopefully, <laughs> she's probably going to still be in my purse. She has lived in my purse the past few months. <laughs> and told girls. Only getting living, started. And told girls at the bar that she was living in my purse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I right. literally, I went to the girls, like, oh, yeah, you know, she says she's going to wear, wear you out. I said, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> no, she, she did say that. Number two, what the hell? Nineteen as, months. As a That's girl ridiculous. that has lived in your purse, you lived in my purse just you? yesterday, yeah. bitch. Yeah, I got two purses. Yeah, there I was on my. I'd get off my bike. Hey, girl. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so, um, so just for you know, so John Schnatnerd, uh, so he stepped out as Papa John's founder in 2018 because he used the wow. N word in our conference call. So he was on One America's News News Network, which is a very conservative, Trumpy um, news station. He was on there saying, "We've had three goals for the last twenty months to get rid of this N word in my vocabulary and dictionary and everything else because it's just not true." Figure out how they did this and get on with my life. Wait a minute! Yeah. You can just not say it. But what does that mean? He's been trying for the last twenty months. Oh, so he's saying, "Come on, Casper, Sam." Yes. Is it like a, is it like a thing that he just keeps stumbling and saying and he, he's catching him and he's just, like I, just, I don't understand why he takes twenty months. It's like a square <laughs> jar. <laughs> he has to put a quarter in every time he says it. <laughs> the N word jar. I, I just don't like. 
It makes I, no sense. It makes no sense at all because it makes no sense. Well, Marquis, it, it does. Go ahead, Sam. We've been, about, we've been hearing Papa John's being racist for that long. Like this is like the twelfth strike. <laughs> I don't even like that pizza like that. But I mean, it's one of those things where it's just like we. I guess we as color people, I, I, I don't want to give them anything, but we know how to. Well, most of us know how to control ourselves when it comes to speaking and just getting stuff out there. Because half the shit we want to say, and I can just say this for me and my sister, Rebecca, we have been in situations as classical singers where we are dressed to the nines and girls have walked up to us and said some shit. And I'm looking at this bitch like, do we want to or not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you right. know, so the fact that he said yeah, 19 we, months. Like, give me their drink order. Oh, right. I remember that. See, part. I can't. <laughs> oh, no, girl. I can't. In a full gown, beat at the face, done and everything. Yeah. Actually, don't no. slump. And girls, oh, okay. Bitch, what? Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we've all been there. Mm-hmm. You know, so he needs to just go ahead and just sell his shares and go live his nice, racist life on a get him a nice. You know what, Miss Karma? I'm going to stop. I don't want to run to Somewhere else. He needs yeah. to go somewhere else. So yeah. did he say, did he go into the, the quote unquote, I don't know, was it therapy that he was getting on how to get rid of using the word? Like what, like, what is the, like what, what exercise did he need to eliminate that word from his vocabulary? You know, like he, good question. I mean, I think it's more just like watching his, like his, his like stock drop. And like, I think that, I think that was his therapy um, to be completely honest. Uh, um, I you don't know, know what work he has been doing besides just eating his pizza, which um, I mean, I will say I do enjoy their, their, their dipping sauce, but that's about it for me. Yeah. Um, um, one more topic. I know we're about to go to music break. Um, so there's a, there is a case in the UK of Yellowtail bottles hitting the shelves that are counterfeit. I don't know if you heard about <gasps> this, but there is, there are me. fake Yellowtail bottles in the UK. How is it possible? Who counterfeits yellowtail wine, y'all? Girls are counterfeiting yellowtail wine. <laughs> yes. Girl, could you imagine going to your house, girl? This ghetto. You don't spend your $7.99, girl. Got you that piece of Chardonnay, girl. You open her out. She tastes like apple cider vinegar. Like, because it's actually what yellowtail tastes like. So how would you know Come yeah. on now. It's, it's too much. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll share more of those articles in our social. Um, so we're going to move to our music break. Um, since to, to, in the lead up to our conversation about the great royal uh, snafu, UK hun, or as we like to call it, Harry Potter and the one drop. Oh, print. I see a music break, Miss Posey. Okay, cunt, yeah. so cunty, I cunty. Started, So this first music break is, uh, is a blue-eyed British soul, um, for the most part. So the first one is all around a uh, bit all around the world by Lisa Sandfield, followed by You Don't Have to Say You Love Me by Dusty Springfield, and then right back where we started from by Maxine Nightingale. I believe Maxine, Maxine Nightingale slaps on a bitch. Hmm? <laughs> Maxine Light- Nightingale slaps. Oh, she's beat. She's beat. She's beat. I think she's actually biracial, but still, um, that's that's the, that's the music break. Um, so you listen to Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. I hope you enjoy these grooves. Looking for my baby
You're listening to Queer State of Mind, New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Stay connected with all the tea and more. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash queerstateofmind and follow us on Twitter at QSOMNYC. Yes, I hope you all enjoyed that music break. Yes. Um, I do want to share a really quick story before we go into our, our major, our main topic. Um, so whenever I hear um, Around the World by Lisa Sanfield, I remember, like, I always go back to the very first time I heard it. Um, we were driving a car, it was with my grandmother and I think my aunt Tracy, maybe? We were in Goldsboro and we just got Krispy Kreme and I could, like, smell the donuts while, like, sitting in the car. I remember seeing a Hardee's. Like, I just remember all these memories. Um, so your sense of smell. So your sense of smell brought you, uh, brought you yeah. back to... Yeah, right here, when I, when I mm. smoke cream, I think back to Elisa Sanfield, basically, so... Um, yeah. That was great. Can I just yeah. make one correction real quickly? Max sure. Gill was not a blue-eyed soul singer. She was black. She was I know, yeah, I know. She was by, I know she was by Rachel. So she, not you, not you, not you. I'm sorry, not you. Just, I don't know if said blue-eyed soul, and then we'll cut the music. I was like, oh, she, she was black. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I, I, she really wasn't. She wasn't white. I mean, so, like, the two yeah. of them... Yeah, yeah. So she she did not fit that mold, but yeah, no. But funny enough, Dionne Warwick was the one that kept on Dusty Springfield out of America. Oh, because they kept doing the same songs. They're doing the same style. It's just mm-hmm. that Miss Dionne Warwick knew how to do, knew how to do that black girl match. She knew what to do, what to do. That's why Dusty, <laughs> even though Dusty got had hits, but she just didn't do it over here because Miss Dionne Dionne actually kept a lot of the white girls that were doing that style yeah. Yeah. out of America. She like for, she was just like, uh-uh, you can't come over here, Green. I'm going to get my, my check. Not my check today. Hi, baby Scarlett. Hi. Scarlett, oh, I have not forgotten good. about you. I still owe you a Cinderella because I know you remember. <laughs> Do not worry. I have not forgotten about your Cinderella. <laughs> we can maybe try yeah. schedule a watch party. She's not playing with me. She's records. I don't promise calling anything. She oh, doesn't I remember. Know. We are uh, <laughs> we're pulling double duty um, tonight, y'all. We're recording the show, and uh, I'm a black girl twist up mama's hair. So yes, yes. that's well, what it is. This is a great top. I mean, this oh. get your pickle top. jar ready, Scarlett. Get your pickle jar ready. Oh, oh snaps! Yeah, get the pickle jar ready. Um, yeah. So when so for those listening, so whenever um, we say a bad word, uh, uh, Scarlett puts what twenty five cents in the pickle jar. Is it 25 cents or a dollar? How much is it? Uh, 25 cents. Okay. Now, Scarlett, remember, you got to send us, by, tell your mama, by next week or two weeks from now, you have to send um, your uh, invoice. Oh, the invoice for the picklehead jar. For, for yeah. picklehead jar for Uncle's birthday party. Yep. So we can make sure we get your money to you. Tell your mama to put it on split wise. <laughs> yes. And your auntie... Um, your fat, your fat, light-skinned auntie, Sissy. You know what? All right. well, someone's <laughs> college tuition will be paid off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So, yeah, Scarlett, put, tell, tell your mama to request it. you're a good girl. Yes. Tell your mama to request it, and we're going to get you all your money from uh, from the pickle jar so you can be able to buy whatever you want. Your uncle's Scarlet, got you. Scarlett, that's Mr. Marquis. Say hello. Hi. Hi, Scarlett. How are you, sweetheart? Good. And Miss Sam oh. is here somewhere, too, but you can't see her picture right now. Nice she's to meet the, you. She's in the abyss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, we are, so, you know, if you weren't living on a rock, a, a major bombshell interview occurred. Meghan Markle. So, Oprah. And it was 
utterly Girl. amazing. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm Girl. not gonna hash the top like what, what came up because if you don't know, then you've been able to rock. But I just want, to, I want to get some reactions. Oprah show. got her life. Woo. Oprah was like, Oprah got I her. Cannot. You know, Oprah got her Miss Carmen life. She knew half the show. Girl, no, really? I like Miss Really. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oprah tried it. I said, Oprah, I know that little girl. I do it all the time. You knew exactly what was happening. You knew all the tea. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like my favorite. What? I like really, yeah. Oprah. <laughs> you gonna act like you it didn't know that? It was a lot, though. It was a lot. I mean, like I didn't know it was gonna be all with all of what it was. Like, did you expect the same thing? Like, did everyone else expect it to be that much of a bombshell? I mean, did. Go ahead, Sam. I'm sorry. I mean, I I knew it was going to be, I mean, I knew it was going to be something. I didn't realize, like, I think the conversation about Archie's skin tone, I think that was, like, a bridge too far that I was not anticipating come up. Right. Um, I mean, I think that, I mean, I think there was probably... Coming from Sam! Right. Regular-ass white people make those kind of comments all the time. Wait, do you think the royal family is going to be worried? But they are regular ass people, Sam. Right. Let's be I mean, but I think, no, but I the, think the things they're more very educated, you know, like just because they're rich, they're just royals. Right. Yeah. They're regular people. And, I, and in fact, they're more detached than regular people, right? Yeah. 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 That's the thing. Everyone here knows a stupid, smart person. I was going to say something else, but Scarlett's getting her hair done. She's not going to get all my money. Duran <laughs> will, but she's not going to get all my money. People being super smart people. They are people who just have their positions because it was passed down, not because they earned it, not because they showed any intelligence that shows that they deserve it. For all we know, they, they can all be dunces, and they've shown themselves to be as such. I love what yeah, Sam goes in, honey. Yeah. I love I what Sam goes in. The people in this room, actually, because I'm hearing people say, oh, this is too far. And uh, I, I thought it was, this is shocking. What doesn't, what's shocking about literally the architects of white supremacy? Right. No, true. There it is. Mm-hmm. Honey, I want, yeah. Sam, say that one more time for the people in the back. Hey. Yeah. Remember yeah. who they are, people. Thank you. The, at the Secondly, very forefront of colonization. Right. Okay, this I mean, shit is yeah. not new. Right. Second, I mean, they're not too the greatest long. benefactors of it. Mm-hmm. The biggest yeah. benefactors and the like, one of the main architects. I'm not saying that England was the only country, but they were definitely at the peak of that pyramid. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact yeah. that to go I to mean, a more fact, recent examples. Totally. I mean, the fact. Oh, sorry. Continue. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no. You go ahead. No, no. I was going to say, like, I mean, like the crown jewels are literally stolen from stolen. South Asia. Stolen. La mm-hmm. Cote d'Ivoire, Ghana, so Nigeria, the places that actually. Those West African countries that are actually there, places to all the jewels from there. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't. Like, they tried it. Literally, bitch, you took that from there, put it on your crown, and be like, how dare they try to steal from me? You know, I'm over here trying to fuck my cousin. Right. You, you know what, Miss Carmel? Stop. Okay. Not a lie to be found for miles. And then also, I have to say this, y'all. Remember, Diana, who was Diana besides a wonderful people's princess? A white woman. Was she just any white woman? No, she was an aristocrat, daughter of an yeah. earl. So how they treated her. Now, why would they think if they could do that? There it is. Mm-hmm. Would be any type of special. Like, I just don't, you know, I'm happy that oh, they wow. the truth. It's the truth. And inconvenience them in the way that a mosquito inconveniences you. But that's all they really, she really did. She buzzed and, you know, maybe made them scratch a little bit. But I don't think anything major happened. I don't think this was a bombshell. Bombshell, y'all. Bombshell. And the other thing is that um, Megan is like a grown woman and Diana was like 20 years old when she married into that 18. family. 
Right. So they, eight, yeah, 18 or 19 years old. So they weren't used to like a grown, accomplished, traveled, you know, whatever you want to call it. Right. Like, someone with some experience and grass under their feet who was like, I'm not going to be treated this way. Like, I know myself well enough not to be treated this way. What it is, is they had never met for me a woman of color who comes from Compton, who just know, knows the world. The thing about what I love about Megan is this. I know Megan's game and I know how she moves. And I know she's a code switcher because I know who her girlfriends are. Mm-hmm. You know, the girlfriend, she she's a, she is the epitome of code switching. I bet your mother drinks brown liquor and cusses the house down. However, what it is, is, you know, I think when you try to craft a crafter and they're both crafty and one girl's like, oh, okay, wait, you're doing too much over here. How can I craft to get out this shit? Okay, you know what? I'm going to do this. <laughs> I'm going to go over here. But that does not mean they, they just were not ready for someone who was intelligent because the thing about it is mm-hmm. black women in this country are raised to be intelligent and to, no matter what the crafting or surviving or whatever, but they're still intelligent. And mm-hmm. it's not, just, not just going to fall into place. And I think it was just one of those things where they were like, oh, we just thought you were going to be happy to be here because you are who you are. She's mm-hmm. like, girl. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I, and they probably woman. thought, and they probably, they, and they don't realize that like black people are always in this dynamic of a white power structure. Yep. So I think they thought that this was a new thing for her, but at the end of the day, it wasn't new for her. Mother knew. <laughs> you know, like she wasn't trying to change her game. She wasn't trying to, no. you know, do anything different and they weren't having it. And it's, and, and, and I get it. They keep things the same. So I was, you know, you can give that its respect, but you know, yeah. I'll be very real with you. I think that Harry was going to end up with somebody of color in general. I would mm-hmm. not have been surprised. Mm-hmm. I would have loved him to roll up in there with Lupita Nyong'o. So actually, if they have a real African person now, they would have lost their mind because we would have wrecked. So, so <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna push on that. So I okay. do wonder if he would end up with someone that dark. I do think that their light, light skin privilege does play a role in this. Um, and I and I think there's like because like I think there was also the point too where like even Megan was like I didn't expect it to end up this way like you know like others are gonna protect me and like I think that like her proximity to whiteness made her think that like she was gonna be okay you know but it turns out no you're still black honey in the let ivory let me throw this let me throw this in there Micah you bring up a great point I honestly wonder go with me here if she would have been treated better. Let's say it was a person who was darker. Let's just go with Lupita. Lupita comes from a very high aristocratic type family um, in Kenya. Her father was a, you know, invest all of that. Like she has, Lupita had, I'm just using Lupita as an example. She has some type of reference and some type of like pull on that continent and in the continent, all of that. Would it have been better for her? Maybe. Because of like who I don't I don't know I'm just like hypothetically because Megan even though she is beautiful and she's light skin she is still from what one might consider the hood you know I'm just throwing that out there doesn't mean it's true I'm just throwing that out there go for it can I respond to yes of course argument Michael's point is literally the alpha and omega of this entire thing because Lupita would not have access to Harry because she's so dark Megan gets a shot at a date with Harry because of how she looked. 
Mm. Lupita would not be a thing, no matter okay. what the family had. Okay, I yeah. can see that. I'm just like I said, I'm yeah. just, I'm, I'm, yeah. just play, I'm just, I'm playing a. a yeah. I'm thinking like, about it from very different angles because I've seen, I, I actually have seen situations with family that were completely crazy racist people that actually they didn't accept, but they <clears> dealt <throat> with people from another land because it's like this person was like a, a, a big prince or a king and somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Right? So they could pull more resources and they could use that to get resources from the country because right. they're like, you can marry that bitch, but we can still get this oil. We can still get this rubber. But, but I think that's the thing though, because like, because of anti-blackness, like it doesn't matter. Like Lupita, like let's like, again, example Lupita. Lupita yeah, could just be, example. Just could example. Be, the, the, like, be the child of the richest monarch in the world. Prince Harry ain't going to touch her. Because of how dark she is, but like American Markle, who's like you know, because she's closer to whiteness, and because like you can have a child that might actually end up being white. Not gonna to touch, because mm-hmm. not gonna touch her, or not gonna have access to her. Um, have access to him. I mean, yeah, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. She, thank you, Sam. Yeah. Not gonna have access to him. That's right. what. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it's a different world. Like, I mean, yeah. navigating the world as a light skinned white person, I mean, light skinned black person, is very different from navigating the world as a like, the dark skinned black person, and like. We all, you know, we we are all like everyone in this call has a very different shade of black, right? We're all black. We Do all have tell. different experiences. <laughs> Even right here in our show, there are yeah, six. All... There are six different uh, uh, um, uh, hues here. It's yeah. just interesting. It's very for the audience. It's a, it's a very nuanced conversation. I know it sounds. Mm-hmm. It might sound confusing, but it actually makes sense it's with what everyone's saying. But it's, it's not. Mean. It's literally just like. Hmm. There's proof. Okay, so the royals, there's a a, a, a member of their family who's a Mar- Mar- Marquis. That's the other title they have. Marquis. Oh, yeah, 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 Marquis. yeah. Me, I'm, I'm, I'm a part of the family. family. I'm a part of the family. Girl, no, you're not. This ain't your goatee, no. He's married to a black woman. That's <laughs> oh, like really? the highest title. I think the third, because it's like, you know, the royal, the royal highness titles, then there's the dukes, right? And duchess, mm-hmm. and then there's the Mar- Marquis title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in that yeah. level, there's a royal who is married to a black woman, her name is Emma Wayman. And let me tell you why we don't hear about her that much. She stays in her lane according to like their rules. You know what I mean? But she's kind of in the same skin color but, as Megan. Oh, wow. And she was responsible. So what Megan could have been okay had she not been this other type of person which is educated and not really needing them. But if I can add to that, though, ironically enough, that idiot Candace Owens is actually married to a British aristocrat. And Candace, yeah, she is. She's married to someone who's going to to be Candace Owens, the Republic, the conservative, the black woman who's a conservative and like attacks anything. She attacks Candace Jackson. Oh, yeah, I know her. Candace, (laughs) Candace Owens. And you know she's actually married to the son of a duke or a marquise or you know one of them. And you know, and she's she's not Megan's complexion, and she's out there doing you know doing what she's doing. So I, I do think that part of the challenge here is that that British royal family is it's a whole other. There's I mean they did treat Diana like shit, and right. Diana was a, a British aristocrat. Right. She was related to them. Right. Right. Um, so we're going to go into a second hour. We're going to continue this in the second hour because this is a topic for the ages. Um, but you're listening to Queer of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. We'll be right back after this.
Well, speaking of fucked up, honey. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. I was like, she don't came up. Look at mm-hmm. her. Yeah, look at mer- God. Getting merch. <laughs> I don't know if that's God, but yeah, look at something, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's not the gonna corner. let me do anything. Let's get that right. Bitch, I see what you did there. You did what I did there. And I appreciate it. It's amazing. This remix will literally give you life. Okay, yeah, we're listening to Queers of the Mind. I'm going to let these queens calm down. Because they Ooh, do need to calm down. They're doing whatever. the most. I'm All right. Do what, I want. what is happening? Mm-hmm. What is happening on the record right now? Say your girlfriend. I'm like, nah, this is my good Judy. Bitch, what the fuck you mean? Right. Ladies with an attitude, fellas that are not in the mood, continue. (laughs) (laughs) Time for the Messy Hour, right here on Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. Hi, everybody. Um, So we're going to go right into our throwback track. You know, I I think this is actually really fitting. I mean, speaking of, like, light-skinned Black women, we're going to go Sade. Um... Um, the light skinned black woman, right? Rebecca's <laughs> cousin, honey. You know, I mean, I love this song. Love um, her. It's Which so one good. is so it? We, it's women gonna make a living. Yes. Uh, I feel attacked, but okay. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we're continuing our trend of British singers. This like this hour is gonna be all black British singers. So we're starting off with uh Sade. So you listen to Queer State of Mind and Radio Free Brooklyn. We'll be right back after this.
you won't give in. Yes. Um, I just, oh, I, I feel like everyone is kind of away, but I will. So I'm here. You're sure. here. And you haven't spoken much about the whole Meghan Markle sitch. Present. Present, hunty. <laughs> um, but I think one of the things um, that, I, it, it came from a blog post, I, I mean, an Instagram post. I'm not going to act like this is my original thought. Um, I'm going to give credit where credit's due. It's a, it's a Twitter post. Um, sorry, I'm going to actually look it up. Her name is, it's a EGO. I I J E O M A O L U O, um, E J Maul. Yeah, sorry. I'm, oh, she's I'm, wonderful. She's I mean, great. Read her books. I want to get her book too, and like she and I, I saw that you like this post too, so I just want to like read it. Um, it's just a little bit of it. I think it's just like a really great point about it. If um, um, she says if there's one important lesson us lighthearted like our lighthearted light skinned folks can learn from what has happened to Markle is this. When we bank our proximity to whiteness, we are sometimes literally marrying ourselves to our continued oppression. And that when we are the only black person in the room, we will be treated like the blackity blackest person, blackest blackest person in that room, no matter how light or skin. So maybe we should put our loyalties with those who face the worst of our anti-blackness every day and will never get an Oprah special about it and still have love for us, even though our foolishness mm. has made things worse for them. Um, mm. so I think it just goes to the point is like, I, I can definitely speak to experience where it's like, I thought if I dotted all my eyes, crossed my T's, spoke a certain way, being the only black person in the room, like, oh, like I can get a pass. And it's like, no, no, white people will still treat me like I'm like the blackest person in the room, regardless. Um, I'm sure we've all been there too. Um, so I think it's just, yeah. you know, Rebecca, I mean, not Rebecca, shit. Megan <laughs> got that lesson. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, oh my god, that was not a Freudian slip. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, the one thing that was confused, like, I one thing that confused me was, I, I with Megan at the wedding, I only saw her mom as the only family member and the only black. Like, yeah, Oprah was there; other people were there, but like, where was? her cousins on her mom's side, the aunties, the uncles, the whole thing. Like, I'm not giving Megan a blank check on what she got involved in. Because I didn't see anybody in that wedding or at that wedding that was, that looked like us. Right. No, it's true. Um, So that's just another thing out there. Oh, Rebecca, you got thoughts? Yeah, go ahead, Rebecca. Princess Rebecca. Repeat that. (laughs) that (laughs) Duchess. What you said, you didn't see anybody yeah, talking? I mean, I at the at the when Megan and Harry married, I watched the wedding, and it, like the only person from Megan's family was her mother, mm-hmm. and you didn't see like the mom's aunties or the mom's relatives. Like when you have a wedding, you have your family, and it's usually even if you don't even get along with your family, you might have at least two relatives you like, a cousin that's your age or something. Yeah, and so I didn't understand. I was a bit vexed with Megan having just her mom there. At the wedding? And at the wedding, like, where were your relatives? Mm. I think her family's small or something like that. Yeah, the mom's side of the family is almost non-existent. Yeah. Okay, no. okay. The main, the right, so main, I stand corrected then. Well, the main, well, so it, so the people of color that were there were like her co-workers type. Yeah. Oh, like, so, because Oprah, I was there at the time of the wedding, honey, because I love the royals and everything about learning. Yeah, yeah. me too. Miss yeah. Rebecca does love her royal, I'm honey. fascinated, honey. I, I am Her and, uh, her and Lauren. Oh, the yeah. only royal I fuck with is, the only royal I fuck with is Diana. 
Oh, yeah. no. What I'm, saying, what I'm saying is that I am, I've always been interested in the monarchy and that history. Like I am obsessed with learning about like Henry Tudor and how that mm-hmm. came to be. I've done so much reading of like historical fiction and like just, mm-hmm. you know, and, and oh my God, me too. I'm just obsessed. I love it. But I'm a, I'm a William this. of Normandy guy myself. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> oh yeah, I feel that. I'm, I'm all the way into it. And so I love so, the Ambuto Empire. So let me tell you, I mess with Meghan Markle. I absolutely do. Um, I think she is. I think she's so smart. I think she was not. I mean, listen. When you are in love, and you are getting, and you are in love with someone enough to marry them you can sometimes go into situations from with a sense of naivete sure. right about what it is going to be like once you get up in there so mm-hmm. some could argue that speak on it girl I'm speak on it from experience i know you are i ain't nobody's royal I've gotten, that, I've gotten that phone call. I've seen it, honey. I don't know what that is to, to marry into a family and you're like, holy shit, I thought this was about to be a different thing. Or you put more on a situation than it actually was because you are blinded by love. And I don't care how, um, how learned you are, how you know, how together you are, how I have my own career and this and that, but, but, but when love gets involved, honey, all that shit flies out of the window. And sometimes the things that you do or sometimes the things um, that you think don't make sense, right? Mm-hmm. So what I appreciate, with that said, what I appreciated um, most about the interview was how honest she was about her mental health. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what it did, and, and 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 then you know how Harry was like, "Oh no, we have to get the hell out of here," because he saw, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the death of his mother, and he said, "I'm not about to to do that." Um, not twice, right. not twice, not and not going to do it. And I do appreciate um, that at all costs, he is uh, willing to protect his family. Even mm-hmm. if, you know, what a man is supposed to do. Yeah, sure. And, you know, so there, there are many layers to, but that whole, and I love me some Oprah, honey. Love her. But, honey, the worst acting was what? <laughs> Maybe I'll tell you, Miss Carmel showed out. Miss Carmel showed. I saw that meme. I said, come on, Miss Carmel. What? Are you kidding me? Yeah, what we're not going to do is act like we did not know that. Is act like we didn't know that she was not going to be treated like the blackest black, 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 black person, you know, in the world. Honey, the British and the way that they have set up you know, the, the way that they have colon, honey, they colonized better than anybody, damn it. You know, sure did. Honey, they got- honey, you know, and so their behavior was not shocking to me at all. I think I know exactly who asked how dark was the baby going to be. Who do you Bro? think it is? Who do you think, who do you think it, it is? Was? Who do you think it, it was Charles Messias. Yes. Their daddy. Yeah, definitely. You, yeah. yeah. Oh, see, they don't talk to each other right now. They're on bad terms, I'm, right? I'm with you, Rebecca. 
Well, first of all, Charles is trifling. We know that. And a Nazi. Charles is trifling. And a Nazi. What you say, Sam? I missed it. And a Nazi. Um, I'm not even joking. Okay, but he's like marginally a Nazi, like not really a Nazi, but you know what I mean. Allegedly. No, not allegedly. His sisters were married to Nazis. Oh, okay. No, you're thinking of Sam said what she said. Okay. You're thinking of the grandfather, Prince Philip. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's, Prince that's, 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 I thought that's what you meant. I thought you said Philip. No. Oh, she said no. Prince Charles. No, she's no, Prince no, no, Charles. No. Not the oh, no. I thought it was Prince Charles, but I could see it being Philip too. Oh, no, I don't. Sam was still no. sticking by her word, honey. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> Sam. That's why she ain't showing her face. And she's like, I that could, was not my voice. I could see yeah. it, but he's so old right now and so sick that yeah. I don't know that they've had that much access well, to, to Megan. Well, also, didn't um, didn't Prince Harry say that it wasn't? Elizabeth or well, Philip? Yeah, he said it was. Yeah, he did. But it was actually yeah, confirmed. He did. But he said, but First he of did. all, we all know that Philip is dead. Let's be real. He said it. <laughs> you know Philip what? has been dead for like 10 years. Girl, 99. 99. 99 Second years old. I want to say this really quickly. I never put this together. And this sometimes Miss Carmel is a dumbass. Marquis, your name is Ashley Marquis. Yeah, yeah. Did not, did not put that together until this very moment. Well, in, in French, <laughs> in French, but in British English, it's Marquis. Yes, oh. Marquis, and they spell it M A R Q U E. And in Black English, it's my quiz, honey. Fun story. When I first met you, what happened to Marquis? I know. When I first met you, Marquis, I thought you were get all of it because you went by Barrett. Like your last name was not like what. Yeah, I use that just on social media, just so any professional stuff doesn't link me to what's on my social media. Yeah, I was like, oh, he's French. And you're like, no, baby, I'm from, I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> she's like, I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> she's from Jersey. That's an AKA. It's just an AKA. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love that. The whole thing was so um, crazy to me, like the whole aspect of the fact that, I mean, I would say this much. I think that Megan... You know, she she did what she had to do. I'll say that much. But at the same time, it's just like these people are awful. And I think that she did fall in love with that man, and that man fell mm-hmm. in love with her. And you know, every black bitch, every and, and, and excuse me, I mean black bitch, I mean black woman, but I don't mean bitch. You know, every, every no, we gotta clear it up these days, girl. Um, everyone just has to do what they have to do, and she did her thing. And I didn't think she thought it was going to be like this. But when she was like, oh, no, no, we're not doing this. And like Rebecca said, he fell in love with that woman. And he was not here to allegedly fuck with his stepdad and his stepbrother. He wasn't doing that. So can we ask the question of how she didn't know, though? The one thing I will say is, like, how, like, it's an unchanged organization, so, like, when you go into that, I'm not saying you conform to it, but I'm saying, don't you know what you marry into? Don't you know? Like, this is the most, you know, we've been raised under Western culture. So we know so much about this entire family and all the stuff we've read over the books. There are certain uh, things that you she, that you do know and maybe you think aren't real or you don't change. But honestly, they I, got some hard-ass rules. They got I some hard-ass rules. Can I say this real quickly, Rebecca? So much to answer this too. Bad to that, to that Let question. the Duchess go. Ooh, um, let's do um, Sadu, Sam, Rebecca. Go. This is just, this actually is to, to Rebecca and Sam. You both can answer this question as women. Now, Miss Rebecca, this is no shade. I have seen you move. And sometimes you moved where when you got to the house, you're like, oh, girl, I didn't know there was seven crabs over here. I didn't want that. I got to go. <laughs> Do you think mother moved? <laughs> and she moved and got to the house. It's like, ooh, mm. nope. 
it's not gonna work for me. <laughs> As a girl who has moved, <laughs> not putting your dirt out there. I, you know, you know, I, and it's just, no. Okay, so what? No, go ahead. No, that's what I mean. You know, that's it. It's just like, okay. do you Sam. think mother moves? Go to Sam. Like, yeah, go to Sam. So I think that I don't. I I think what she said she doesn't know because I do like I did have some criticism for like that comment but now that I've had some time to think about it because you know you can still critique some things of what she said and still support her Absolutely. I do support her because you know, that was brave what she did um I think what she meant because she was somebody who was like marginally attached to the celebrity world right even as at her level of celebrity she right. understood that you know stories can be made about you a narrative can be made about you that's really you know not fully the picture so i think maybe she came in thinking oh people blow up stories about them they've exaggerated this is not really what they're like there's probably just a, you know some truth to it but it's not the whole picture and then unfortunately she learned actually everything people have been saying was true but i can see why she would go in there with you know given her experience in hollywood thinking okay maybe it's not all that that bad yeah i think that's a good point i think there was that one point where she told the story she was like when he was like oh, you want my mother be my, be my grandmother and she was like and he was like you're not a courtesy and she's like excuse me like, uh, like girl, you like, bitch, I'm gonna break, break my good knees. Bend right. down to the white bitch. I gotta go <laughs> yeah. pee in the bathroom. And the bitch come. Oh yes, my queen. Bitch, yeah. get the fuck out of here with that mess. Like, but it's your grandmother. Be like, no, but she's the queen. And she's like, oh, like that's like kind of what it set in. Uh, Rebecca, you go next. Yeah. So I actually agree with Sam on that. So the thing is, is like it, I think, especially after seeing the hurt, the pain, I think that there's there's what we know, right? Mm -hmm. Then there's what we think we know. Then there's when you actually marry into the situation, that mm -hmm. shit is 10 times worse Ooh, than what the fuck you thought <laughs> you knew. Bring it back, girl. Bring it back. I'm just saying. <laughs> Bring it back, oh, Rebecca. True. Bring it back, Rebecca. Bring it back. <laughs> We're talking about Megan. Bring it back. Bring it back, But for real. Mother, don't sat up, y'all. Honey, because I'm just saying, like, and honey, I ain't nobody's oil over here, but there's. There's again, and so we, there's what we've read. There's all those things, and then they got mother in that royal prison, down, right? and told her, you know, and made her the scapegoat for so many things. Mm -hmm. Told her mm -hmm. and went to them because she didn't have her people over there. She didn't have her mama, no friends, none of that. When she yeah. and she was having some mental health problems, and and wouldn't oh, and, for sure they would not help her. No, mm -hmm. yeah, her no. Right. I mean, I mean, I think she said that like, oh, no. like she was inside for four months and only went out twice. And they're like, you're too exposed. And it's like, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and, and like I and I definitely think you know you can not like blanket the whole situation and say like oh, I, I'm I'm a big Megan fan just because she's a working woman. She's been successful. She has been doing her thing. Like I like, and I do think they love each other and all of that. So I definitely agree with you on that. Well, and um, she has yeah. been riding the light skin wave. Honey, she knows she black as shit now. Right? Don't you know it? I'm not saying <laughs> she has been, because I don't know like that, but I'm just saying, if she has, she knows she is as black. She mm -hmm. knows now. Like, I yeah. guarantee that Archie and their unborn child will be raised black as black. It's like, I don't care if I'm only a quarter black. I'm going to be black as hell. Like, I can see it. You're going to yeah. go to HBCUs. Like, just watch. Well, there's yeah. a meme. There's a meme going around, like, with um, I posted it actually, but yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Ooh, where do you find this meme now? I, I, I just think it's kind oh, of sad check, though. Check, that... check my gram. 
<laughs> that people have to be reminded of their blackness through something negative when there's so much beauty and joy exactly. and positivity associated with being black and then the reminder of like oh your black always has to come you know with a punch or a strike you know against your soul or your body yep. and mm-hmm. that's sad because like people just tend to associate then just like that black identity with hurt you got it and I will, mm-hmm. you got it, fam. It's it's a it's a real shame. But I will say this: Thank God, they got themselves out of there before it was too late. Yeah, because yeah. I do think that the two of them, with their philanthropy, and just their brains, their beauty, their smarts, you know, just all of the things that they have to offer, they can still do a lot of good in this world. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. not as they're dead. Yeah. Yeah, that is the truth. That is definitely the truth. Uh, they're they're going to pick up where Diana didn't get the chance to mm-hmm. part of it, you know, like carry on. So, yeah. yeah. Diana was my boo-boo. Oh! Yeah. Okay. Also, yeah, that's, a, was... that's a really great point, Sam. And I think that's something that we, that's so important for us to like keep in mind and center that I think for so often, like so for, so, for so many of us, right? It's like, our first encounter when realizing that we're black and like is is a negative is a negative space, right? Like we are we realize that like it's not a positive to be black and like how does that impact mm-hmm. us from whether or not we're two or three years old to being like 35, 40, right? Like we what? this is a constant experience that we have. And I think it's just so important to because being black is amazing. I love being black. I like going in the sun. I like having good skin. I love my hair. Like we, these are things that we like are really amazing. But like we're told I love are not good. Same face until I'm seventy. And, the, and a lot of oh, it's a good thing. You know, <laughs> I, feel, I, like, I feel really bad for Megan. I must let you guys know something tragic just happened. That's why I had to log off the video. Oh no! Yeah, it was terrible. I spilled my cocktail. Ah! Oh, no. It was not. Don't tell me Prince Philip but, died. No, but the shade <laughs> is. No, no, but the shade is. Uh, my boss was right outside the door. He said, "Didn't spill in the board package." Did it? I said, "No." <laughs> <laughs> he said, "You ain't fuck up." I said, "I ain't fuck up the work, girl. I ain't fuck up the work." But no, the whole thing is. Micah's right. The whole thing is just. It's crazy to me, and I just. Ho- I hope they find peace. I hope yeah. everyone find peace. I don't think, honestly, in my opinion. I don't think the queen even knows what the fuck is happening. I think they wake the bitch up in the morning here, Miss Carmel, have your gin cocktail. She has a cocktail put on this lavender dress, walk around. <laughs> she come up. Lavender yeah. dress. Uh-huh. It is always left. This particular queen has always known every fucking thing. Yeah. Everything. You know yeah. everything. She's a smart cookie. She's been queen. running shit for a long time. Got it. Right. She is the queen of dodging every damn thing. Right, literally. You know what? Mother, mother has dodged mm-hmm. a fucking lot. She's dodged. I mean, she, she's she's dodged bombs. She's dodged Margaret she Thatcher. She's dodged the Diana she's, thing. She's dodged. Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> oh, Margaret. Oh, no. Not that. Um, Wait, that, the story of that man who, like, broke into her room and, like, talked to her. That's a real story? That's real? That's a real that's story, real. yeah. That's so a real story. That. She, dodged she dodged the things. life attempt from that. That lady knows what to do. But I will tell you, one thing I was listening to that I'll submit to the group was there was this aristocrat who's been, like, criticizing Megan horrendously and said that Megan and Oprah had a Black alliance and had collaborated from even before the wedding to do this entire, like, you know, to get to today, basically. And I'll send the link. It was it's literally <laughs> insane. And, and the funny, the interesting, the more ironic part about it is that she is a Jamaican, uh, she's someone that's from the Middle East, but grew up in a Jamaican family. 
Her name is Lady Colin Campbell. My name is Colin Campbell. Well, like her husband is Lord Colin Campbell, but like she's, because she wasn't an aristocrat, she's called Lady. But I was listening to her last night and she was like, yeah, Oprah and Megan. And she's like, those people, they collaborate to join together. Like I, it was the most, if you want to watch, it's like watching Fox News. It's like, okay, let me see what the other side is saying just so I can have like, keep that in mind. So I'll share it, yeah. First of all, I'm not going to say they did, but <laughs> how if we don't spill the tea from inside the house, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, Miss Colleen, I'm not going to call you lady. Miss mm-hmm. Colleen, I don't think Oprah had time for that. Go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, so um, I just want to do um, a quick, I, I, I want to wrap this up a little bit. Um, so just to mm-hmm. talk a little bit about Piers Morgan. Oh, Oh. Girl, music break. Oh yeah. Let yes. us please. This is my favorite part. Of the whole conversation. So, um, right for here. those who don't know, he was laid off his work. Well, he quote unquote left, but he mm. was fired. Yeah, because he forty thousand complaints. Yeah, from like forty thousand complaints from people about what he said about Meghan Markle and mental health. Um, there was a weather guy on the channel who is fine. By the way, if you're not seeing him on, mm. he is oh, what's the station? No, I'm kidding. I know, right? Can we like can we subscribe? Hey, hey, Spectrum. Um, who let him have it, it looks like he used to work for Hot Desert Nights. So I'm gonna let you look that up. Oh no, man! Um, <laughs> yeah, um, know what that is? But yeah, no, he let him have it. Um, yes, but, I think, but something I don't know what it is. Yeah, but something else that came up too um, was that. So I didn't realize this. Like, I think someone posted on social media that, like, I guess Piers and Meghan Markle like went on a date. Maybe yes, like, they did. Went on a date, and then she didn't call him back, and he's been bitter about it since you have <laughs> like, to hear micah you have to hear okay the best thing is i watched some of these guys the youtube reviewers i love how our people sometimes black people especially black queens explain things because i'm of that vein the way he explained it, she's like oh he said excuse my language y'all she said, oh so she just wondered that with his own old oh, oh, white nigga got her a couple of drinks over there to go meet her man <laughs> I said, oh, you know, and this is no shade. As a girl, I know why Pierce is bitter. As a girl who has been Pierce Morgan, as a girl who has, (laughs) Posey, I'm about to lift your skirt up, bitch. As a girl who has had a, uh, given a girl a meal and a drink for her to go meet a man at the bar at night that going to (laughs) fuck back in the day, I would be bitter too. I mean, I'm not, Full disclosure, no. bitch. Full so disclosure. therefore, I full mean, disclosure. So like, I understand why Pierce is evil, but that don't mean him to be doing all the I mean, shit he's you doing. You just mad, right? He gave a show. So therefore, I, you know what you do? Don't give that bitch no meal. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, if she want to go yeah. out with you, she would say that. But she want, you know, she was like, you know what, girl? I got five dollars for a taxi. This old man want to buy me a couple of cocktails, and this leans into that thing with um white men when they're dating people of color they think because they're white they own you or they deserve whatever they can get from you and so he probably thought you know what even though she's a beautiful woman i'm a rich white man i can have whatever i want why would this mm-hmm. have i mean i have you probably use the word mulatto woman not want me and so therefore she got her cocktails and she went got in that cab and went and met somebody else. If you think that anybody is not gonna uh, pick Prince Harry or you, you're a damn lie. And I think his ego is what's upset 
about that because this beautiful woman went over there and got herself that man over there. He did not, you know, she didn't, she met Harry. She did not meet the stepbrother allegedly. She met Harry and she made mm-hmm. that happen. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. How about that? How about that? Pedro will say. How about that? Morgan's career has, you know, is pretty much propped up by his like making it his business to criticize women, particularly black women. And he had daughters. I mean, come on, come to fuck up now, dude. There's an interview with him and Chelsea Handler um, that's available online. If you have not seen it, I highly recommend it because Chelsea just lets them have it. Um, God bless you, Chelsea Handler. Um, we're going to move into our second music break um, featuring Black British Royal Music. Um, so we're starting off with Des Ray's You Gotta Be, followed by Marsha Ambrosius from Flow Trees, Hope She Cheats on You, the basketball player, followed by Gabrielle's Dreams. So you're listening to Chris. Why are you playing that song? Because it's a great song. It's a terrible song, bitch. You know I'll what? It, this is not your show. Um, you're right. <laughs> Touche, bitch. Touche. Uh-huh. So this is a queer state of mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. Um, I hope you enjoy the music. Together, 
Don't know the difference between a touchdown and a layup Got you on Viagra in order for you to stay up I may sound bitter, I'm a little bitter Just a little bitter, because you were with her I'm Salt Lake City, now I'm up on out the picture Remember how it was when I was with you Baby, sex so good, do you remember? Yeah. yeah. 
state of mind wherever you go um you can subscribe you all you should do is you should go on to apple music spotify stitcher wherever you get your podcast and subscribe rate and review our shows that's what as people love to hear that from you so please uh do that um please subscribe so uh much i'll think of a little music break girl <laughs>
Like a way back song. Yeah, it is a way back song. It's a good way back song. Uh, I remember watching that on my VCP. For for those of you who don't know, that's a video cassette player when you could not afford a VCR to record the show. You just got the one that just played the VCR tapes with the TV. Yeah. Uh, this is for old bitches. <laughs> I remember watching that in my dorm in Ohio State in like 96, 97. Mm-hmm. Is that when it was, Micah? That's I think, it was, I think it, was like, it was like 90s, 95. 98? Yeah. It wasn't 95. Okay, let's confirm that. Let's confirm Gabrielle. Yeah. Where's Duran? <laughs> you know, she bought um, the research. Was, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going we're gonna to find this out really fast. It was, it came out 93, girl. It came out 93? Oh. Oh, so okay. Okay, I'm off. Clearly. Wait. I hated, I hated it then, too, because I, like I said to Micah in the private text, I said, she sounded like a poor man, Steve Balls from England. I couldn't take it. I love that song, though. It, it, it's from my childhood. I remember hearing good... I heard that song. I remember hearing Cherish by Madonna. Like, it was like a whole thing. I, I love that song. So. Bitch, how old are you? Because Cherish was like 1987. No, Cherish was 89. 89? Yeah, but, but she's still old. I mean, what are you like? I was a baby. Not 10 I was like, like, like first grade. Oh, you're like 32 now, aren't you, Micah? Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Look, look at this forehead. Isn't it great? Um, yeah, I know, honey. The only forehead that needs to be acknowledged here is Rebecca's. So don't worry about it. <laughs> you need to stop. My family, we all got foreheads. So, like, I ain't talking about your forehead. forehead. I'm talking about her family forehead. That's a good forehead, though. You have a beautiful head. You Marty. just wish you had a nice forehead. <laughs> honey, I wish I had a nice head. Well, I do have a beautiful head. Your head is gorgeous. Yeah, it is. It is. What I'm going to do is keep coming from my forehead, bitch. Exactly. Oh, bitch, your forehead is beautiful. Let me tell you a secret, girl. Shad is so you went, damn, girl. I wish I had that. I wish I could hang up to that forehead, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she has a fierce forehead. Uh, Rebecca's um, beautiful. Oh, not Mr. Tequila Shot. There it is. Oh, there it is. Um, so we have a few minutes left. So I'm on to, so there's a two, there's like a, something that came out recently. So there is a book that just came out called, Girl. The Black Power Manifesto by Charles Blue, and he brings up this idea that as black as like as black as black descendants of the Great Migration, well, basically, you know, black people moved to the north of the Great Migration um, in the late 1800s to so like the early to mid 1800s, and his his whole thesis is that black people should move back to the south where our ancestors fled, and so my question to you is, would you move to the south? Because like you know, the, the, the idea being that like there's more opportunity, like, you know, there's more of us, we can, like, we can get political power, we can get power in general by being in the South, because there's so many more of us already, and we can, like, turn the tide, and, and like, I think a good example of this, look at Vermont, so back in the 60s and 70s, a bunch of white people, white liberal people, fled to Vermont and turned to blue, like Bernie Sanders, so the idea being, as Black people, we should do the same and go to the South, and, like, turn Mississippi, turn Alabama, turn, well, Georgia's already started to turn, like, take these yeah. and turn them blue, but for so, black people. So I hope that like the book didn't like if the beginning was the late 19th century, that great migration lasted till the 1930s, 1940s. So I hope he gave that whole time frame or maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, he gave it until like yeah, I mean, the, okay. mig- I mean, the great migration was it was like a 60, it was a six, seven decade period of time. Right. Um I've only, as I've gotten older, have I thought of something like that. Of, of I, I love the South. I also love New York City. And it's just like, oh, who do you pick? Which one do you pick? So that's really the only challenge I have. As a gay person, that's my concern with the South. 
is how would I be able to live my truth, raise a family if I'm living in a neighborhood, not even neighborhood, if I'm the only gay couple in the county or several counties or whatever you may call it. I have nothing against anything else other than my own concerns about my well-being for me to raise kids with my husband. Well, I guess the question then would be- That well, hasn't arrived. Look, that hasn't arrived yet. Right, right, right. So let's also be real. No hey, one has not arrived yet besides Rebecca. So you're <laughs> fine. You're in good you company. Speak on that thing, uh, Marquis. You know? Yes. And he's three quarters of the way arrived. Anyway, let me stop. Let me rather listen, stop, listen, girl. But, Don't put yeah. your tea out there. That, <laughs> but, that wine, that, yes, that cabin. But I think a good point, though, is like, so let's say, like, okay, let's say all of us on the call, we moved to the state together, right? Like, we could, like, <sighs> you know, we could all be together. <laughs> Right. <laughs> like, right. What if we? Because, like, I think a good interesting point too is like Mississippi's forty percent black. So if you just get enough black folks with the Mississippi, we could take over the Senate. We could take over the House. We could take over the governor. Like, which is an interesting concept, right? Like, we could get power by if we, if we all just did it. So it's a matter of just like getting the critical mass, get everyone to do it. So like, very Marcus Garvey. Yeah. nice man to miss. I think that you actually have a little point there. Clearly, I'm not going to be moving there to be close to my roots because I know what my roots are. However, I think that's a it's not about roots. It's not about roots. No, no, it's no. About I'm being just, around black people. Oh no, I can't do <laughs> mm-hmm. definitely because I think that in the words of one of the greatest poets of all time, one of the best, Miss Rihanna. You know, we can find love in a hopeless <laughs> place, and we're going to find love in helplessness. So, amen. I think moving to Amen. I think moving to the South actually. Could, I actually think I would actually enjoy living in the South. Minus the racism, okay, and the colorism. Well, well, so here's the thing. But I will enjoy and the homophobia and right. homophobia. Wait, you take all of those away, you know what? I will be, it would be wait, it would be like I'm living in New York City. But well, wait, I'm already in New York City. Well, well, here's the thing, though. But here's the thing, though. Like, if you have enough black people in the South. There wouldn't be racism because like the white people would be the minority. Okay, so there'll be about homophobia, homophobia though. There definitely well, be homophobia. Enough gays, if you go to Atlanta, <laughs> Atlanta's already pretty gay. Yeah, but those Atlanta gays is a whole different conversation. Whole different show, girl. Let's not even do that. Because white people are the uh, would be the minority doesn't mean that the racism still won't be thick. So I mean, like yeah. you know, True. it'll be different. So, I mean, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna manifest differently, right? I mean, if the Duchess, the Duchess has something to say from the Duchess of Richmond. How about we just all go back to West well, Africa? No, I can West Africa. How about that? Oh, 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 you don't want to go back to West Africa? I, how can I go to some well, homophobic? You're, going, off, to, you're going to Mississippi. Have you been to Mississippi? No, no, no. Let no, me tell you. North Carolina. Carolina. I've been here before. So <laughs> bitch. I've been in this world before, and I know, okay. damn it, I was oh, kidding. There goes that tequila. Yeah. Go ahead, girl. No, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back home, honey, to West Africa. Take me home. Mm-hmm. Take me home. But I'm, listen. We got to take it to Cote d'Ivoire because he light-skinned it. You go to the Ivory Coast. Let, let Rebecca speak. Let Rebecca speak. As yeah. who lives in the South, honey. <laughs> oh, she said all, nope. As a girl that was born in the Midwest, to a Southern family, right? Mm-hmm. That migrated from the South, from the deep South, Kentucky and Georgia mm-hmm. to the Midwest, to Ohio. But then for my adult life, I have lived on the, you know, the Northeastern coast and now moved to the South. Honey, they fierce down here. Right. They real, they real nice and warm and welcoming, mm. but she is segregated. Mm. But with that said, so one of the first things is that I, anytime I'm going to move to a city, right, or even go anywhere that I've never been, I always look at the demographic. 
Mm -hmm. um, I look for my people. I look for the gays and I look for the colored folks. Okay. So I was like, oh my God, the demographics say 29% black. I get here. I was like, where the hell is everybody at? Right. I realized how segregated the city is. And I started learning things, right? So it's a, it's a, it's an interesting place to be because there are people here that like own the history. They want to evolve from it. They want to be welcoming and inclusive. And then there are people here that are like, <laughs> particularly where the election was concerned, right? Mm -hmm. Justify their racism because this is the way it's always been type mm. of thing. And when I say that thought process runs so deep and thick here, you know, we were talking about earlier how you think you know until mm -hmm. you're in a situation and then you really find out that you did not know even half of what you thought you knew. Mm -hmm. mm. That thing runs so thick here. But I mm. would say this, in that there is opportunity, right, for Black folks because because and hear me out here because of the white people that are fed up with the ignorant white people making them look bad mm -hmm. and but also them owning like oh my god this shit is fucked up yeah right and i think a valid point too also is mm. that like if like it's something that i think was brought up in in this book black power manifesto is like you could be impoverished in new york city but and have the exact same job in Mississippi and not be impoverished, right? So like it's also like, why would you why would you suffer to be in, in, in poverty if you don't have to be? Um, I will give you that. I so, will give you 100% uh, yeah. that. Yes, ma'am. So, be living that's best lives say, not, in I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm gonna move to Mississippi. Um, uh, but, so. <laughs> She's like, I'm not saying you should well, go, well, I'm I'm go there, but you can go. But I'm not going there. If I were to move back to my family from, it'd be North Carolina. That's where my family's from. Like that's yeah. where I would go. That's um, how she also, gets something us. to consider too. Is also Delaware. Delaware is a southern state. Delaware is not that far. Delaware only has like eight thousand people. That's an easy to take over. <laughs> we well, the good. Th I mean, the good. One of the benefit. I won't say a benefit, but one of the results of the of the pandemic is that like all of the work gets more dispersed geographically. So we don't have to worry about. Not that you said this, Micah, but I'm just saying we have to worry about like where we work yeah. city-wise or this side of the other. Um, but does the cultures that are affiliated with being concentrated in a New York City, concentrated in a, in a Los Angeles or whatever you want to call it, like wherever cities want to, I mean, that is something as someone who has dealt and has been the victim of a hate crime, I take it extremely seriously where yeah. I am living I can't just be like, oh, okay, because because I think these other things happen economically, family-wise, whatever, those aren't going to be the priority. My own safety and my life is right. going to be the first priority, and that's what's now, going to always come first. Here's a very important question, okay? This is extremely important, okay? You live in the South. You go out, have a nice time. It's 12.45 at night, and you're hungry, and you want some Chinese food. Is that going to work for you, Mississippi? It's um, not going to work for me. Well, <laughs> girl, maybe you should like stop eating after 10 p.m. like most people. I'm not most people. <laughs> I'm Sadu Carmo. <laughs> Let us remember that. Amen. I'm not really, uh, <laughs> we remember, bitch. Because <laughs> um, Sam, do you have any thoughts? I haven't heard from you on this. 
No, because for me, like, this is the, I, I have roots here in New York, so I don't have the same type of view. You said no. I'm gonna go back to I'll go back to I'll go back to Haiti first. <laughs> no, ma'am. Like you know, yeah, like you know, and the thing is, for me, it's like if I would leave New York, it'd be for another big cosmopolitan culture city. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't leave New York, and then I can't think of another town in America that would leave that was like superior to New York. You, you, a New Yorker. You mean you, you, mean you don't want to go to? Mobile she said towns. <laughs> let me you, Sam. Let me peep you the game because I used to say, you know, I could never. Right. Then I found a man of my dreams, and my ass now live in. <laughs> Well, yeah, not that nervous, happy laugh. I'm happy now, Sam. I'm happy. Let's say I left the five boroughs. It would be like for a town that's close enough to the city that I could still have access and like be close to my family. It's yeah. just different for me. Yes, Nyack. Yeah. yeah. So, Micah. Like Nyack or places like that. <laughs> so, Micah, my question to you is this. So, I mean, I, I have never lived in a small town in my life. I visited. Um, I mean, I born in born in Cincinnati, grew up in Liberia. Monrovia was bustling in Liberia. Yeah. Um, come to Columbus, Ohio, and then New York. So I've never lived in a small town in my life. Have you ever lived in a small town? Like, is that something you think you can do? I mean, I like I mean, visiting it, but I don't know if I can. I mean, live in I went to Oberlin. I mean, Oberlin's a small town. I mean, going to college, oh. like, I was in a small town, right? Um, I would think that would be the closest. But can you um, live there, like now, like live there, right? I mean, like, I mean, a non-college uh, student. I lived in a small city. I mean, I lived in, well at the time Phoenix was a small city. Like, I mean, I, but I would never say I never lived in a small town. Um, I do enjoy visiting small towns. Um, uh, yeah, we all do, girl. Mm-hmm. Good day. I mean, but I think yeah, it's a different quite. lifestyle. It's a different lifestyle, and like mm-hmm. I'm not opposed. Like I like that. Like, listen, I have a secret dream to open up like a coffee slash karaoke shop in a small town. That would be great. That's girl, Micah. <laughs> you and I are doing that. Let's okay. do that. So I want that's my dream. That's what I want to do. When I am of a certain age, that's what I want to do. You and I what are doing age is that. We're Wait, Micah, me too. That I mean that. Like I mean, let's, do let's do it. Let's do it. Tomorrow's a not bookstore coffee shop it. brandy library. Oh. <laughs> yes. What you say, Sam? What you say? I said that's what I want to do when I have my, you know, my oh, time coffee time. Bookstore coffee shop brandy library. Yes. Wait, did you say you drink brandy? 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 Yeah. Wait, not yeah. no, with an oh, I'll be right not there. The, not the murderer singer, allegedly. No, no, no. Not the bad omen brandy. I mean, like the drinks. I thought I was reading mother. You see? Yes. See, see, Duran? I was very respectful, Duran. Sam's the one. Let's manifest it. Let's open up a shop. Um, I know we're almost out of time. almost out of time, but I wanted to make one quick announcement. Um, so a uh, very good friend, dear to my heart, also my roommate. He is, has his art gallery opening Yay! on the 18th from the 1831st. Um, if you are in Queens, in Long Island City, please come out and check it out. It is at the local project art space. Um, you have to RSVP because it is, COVID, it is COVID. You can't just walk in. Um, please um, RSVP. Um, his website is Frank, F-A-R-A-N-C-K, Hodelin, H-O-D-E-L-I-N Studio. Dot com. Also check his Instagram and see all this wonderful art. F A R A N C K H. We will also put it on our social. Um, please RSVP. Check out his art. Buy his art. He's he's a, an amazing artist. Yes, fantastic. Uh, can he guy. can he have a separate line for those of us that are vaccinated? 
I mean, maybe I can, I can talk. Girl, about don't it. get grand. Ooh, come don't on, get grand, bitch. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> don't get grand, bitch. You can stay in the same line, you nasty bitch. Don't get grand. Meanwhile, I got my vaccination like ten minutes ago. But right, yeah, no, right. <laughs> she's like the Titanic. Is there room for the upper class people, bitch? No, get the forget. No, get the, oh, we don't want to dry out. <laughs> well, thank you so much for a great episode, everybody. Um, I yeah, this has been a really fun. Ooh, hiccups. It's been a fun-filled episode, and we didn't even talk about what we were drinking, because I knew we are all drinking, so we don't talk about that, because we're just having a good flap session. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you, everybody. Um, are we, yes, um, have a great rest of your week, and we will see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. God bless. Bye. God bless. Bye. Bye.